The wait was over last weekend. Game one of the 2018 NBA playoffs was doing numbers on TV ratings. As everyone tuned in, and if you didn't, I'm going to get y'all hit right quick. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> I'm the dog. 2018 playoffs was already the hype when Kyrie went to the Celtics. PG and Melo went to OKC. And the impactful move for the Rockets picking up CP3. Last weekend was the start of playoffs and real basketball fans tuned in and watch every game. Because this year postseason is more challenging based off the team's success uh, regular season. It's only been game one, and these games already got me heated in a good way. You know what I'm saying. That Pelican game, the Pelican game was one of my favorites. You know what I'm saying? Anthony Davis is locked in, and he's ready for the playoffs to me. You know what I'm saying? Next year, we're going to see a different AD. But yeah, after that, you know what I'm saying? He's going to get, he's going to improve better in his playoffs career. So. Second playoffs appearance game one, he puts up 35 points with 14 and four blocks. I mean, AD for MVP, Bennett Trent, and Shardy out here having everything on lock. The defensive player of the year with the help of his team, which improved to me. Drew Holiday can score for you when you need him to, and he still can give you seven, eight assists. You know what I'm saying? Because he's still a playmaking point guard. But he is skilled. He can still give you buckets. You know what I'm saying? So, and then you also have Rondo impacting the offense as well. You don't need that much scoring from Rondo because all he's going to do is dish you out. He dropped 18 um, assists last game. So, if Rondo on the team opens up the, opens up the offense more for the team, everyone eats on the floor. And to me, Nicolio Meritage. Is another key factor to help the Pelicans win. Game one, he puts up 16 with 11, and also his defense against Armando, who is a good scorer at moments. Overall, the defense in that game was locked in for both teams. Dame and CJ was held under 10 points at a certain, certain time, like around the second quarter. But you know, in the second half, of course, they they going to adjust and they going to score. But Pelicans defense generated more offense in that game. And that game was close. But Portland couldn't handle Pelicans offense early. And they defense impacted Portland game early with having shot of one for 15 from the field and one for seven from, from the three. And combining this and combining from that score the back from the um, from the backcourt, it was three points. You know, Blazers find adjustments and raise that 17 point lead with CJ going seven for twelve. And Letter went five for fourteen. But you couldn't count up Pelicans momentum, man. They got that job done. So Pelicans got that game one out the way. Game two is Tuesday, so y'all stay tuned. Now let's go over to DC and Toronto. Now, this is another series that could be an upset that I want to see. Um, it's a tough one for both teams. Def uh, DC defense had effect at Toronto early in the game, um, but it couldn't slow down that threes. Toronto 
that was producing to keep them in the game. At the at the end of the game, Raptors shooting 52 from the three-point field and surge 23 points, who DC down and grabbed a quick W. Wizards showed aggressiveness and fast tempo the first half and some of that energy disappeared in the fourth. I don't know what happened. But that shit need to stop. Listen, you have John Wall taking unnecessary shots that couldn't have been good looks. And no, 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 I'm not going to get into that. I will say this. The refs was, was, you know, then called fouls that shouldn't have been called. It was some couple of plays that I felt like John Wall shouldn't have got some calls on that. Um, but I guess, you know, the offense wasn't moving enough for them. You know what I'm saying? Bradley Bill, I guess he couldn't produce them enough. The Raptors' best bench didn't play game one, and they still produced big shots. You know, as Toronto made adjustments, moving the ball around and not forcing the offense through DeMar was a smart move. There's one, there's one thing I, I, I can't say why Wizards might might lose. Is it is like it's, it's it's basically the bench. It's basically the bench, man. So if Wizards keep the same game plan from the first half and game one, it puts the lead to force the bench to bring them back, could be a could be a way for them to win. So game two is Tuesday, of course. So we we gonna see how many adjustments the Wizards can find because uh, cause that game could have been theirs, but <laughs> they couldn't stop Ibaka. They couldn't stop C.J. Miles and Dolan Wright at a certain time of the games, man. And when they were shooting the, shooting threes everywhere, it had slowed the offense down for for, you know, for the deep for for DC. And um. I'm going to go into the 76ers. Now, everybody around, you know, of course, everybody wants to see 76ers. I wanted to see 76ers. And, you know, I I didn't expect this for them to be this aggressive. <laughs> like, the, this, I didn't expect this to happen. They put up 130 points their first game. But the first game since six years, the, the process is, is real, man. It, it continues to grow. Game one for the 76ers was a bold statement for them. To come out the first game and dominate it. Every quarter, Ben Simmons came in with no pressure, just aggression, and being able to play off for his team. That's all he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? The sky's the limit for him for his future. He dropped a triple-double his first game. Tells me he can adjust to playoffs simple. Tempo and just because it's game one doesn't discredit Shardy gameplay. And doing this without MB so far means a lot. But you can't count out the overall team, of course, you know. JJ Reddick, Marco, and Dario Sarek continues to show how they show how they they are threat around the three. And Ben Simmons struggles. You know what I'm saying? He struggles at scoring the ball. But he still finds a way to contribute his team to win games. 
know what I'm saying? You have that on your team, oh yeah. That, that can get you somewhere, you know? Game two, Monday night, following the Golden State Warriors and Spurs game, which I will get into right quick. The Warriors without Curry can be difficult. But as you know, Golden State finds a way to make the offense work, of course, because they still have three more All-Stars. You know what I'm saying? Two of them being one of the best scorers in the NBA league right now. And that doesn't show, and that doesn't slow down the rest of the series. You know what I'm saying? Steve Kerr started with Andre Iguodala at the point guard because, because I heard, you know, the coach wanted his coach wanted his best defense team to start with. With Kawhi, I think everyone know this team not going to without Kawhi. I think this team is not going to advance based off the defensive scheme. Warriors playing them with with more aggression, and they playing them smart as well. Cause stopping the Marcus Aldridge is the key for Warriors. Since players like Patty Mills, Danny Green, Rudy Gay, and Paul Gasol, they can't score as much. So they gonna cut out the Marcus Aldridge, which is their biggest score. You know what I'm saying? Game one, Draymond Green and JaVel McGee. They hold that man for 14 points. Only on only on 12 shots. Aldridge couldn't make plays when he was double-teamed. They couldn't find much other than a mid-range for him. You know what I'm saying? It was completely dominant defensive performance. Warriors didn't shock me, of course. When they in the playoffs, more the team defensive effort at their best, but playing against an offense that only generate through one score who can give you 25 plus points, it's easy for Golden State to contain their defense against him and against and, you know, still manage to get their offense help them spurs, more pressure to shoot, creating difficult shots they have to take. Game two tonight, and we want to see if Spurs can still pump that offense up. I want to see if this still the series. You know what I'm saying? It might not be, but, you know, I can't count out Greg Popovich. You know what I'm saying? Spurs still has that, that mature winning mentality. And we want to see if this is a series. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to count that out too early. Now, the Bucks and Boston game yesterday could have been the best game, game one, the playoffs so far. Both teams played at a high level. And this is what I expected to see. You know what I'm saying? Celtics being the top defense in the league showed throughout the game, holding them under the season average. And the offense was too much for the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? Al Horford led the team with 24 points, 12 rebounds, and three blocks. And you also got Marcus Morris coming off the bench with 21 points and seven rebounds. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a big aspect for them. You know what I'm saying? A big asset. So, with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum doing their doing, doing dues, you know what I'm saying? It's going to create so much offense, and then the defense is already set. You know what I'm saying? Brad Stevens is doing a hell of a job right now for him. His um, coaching system is unique for him. Having a best score out, but they still put up numbers like this. 
can mean something. You know what I'm saying? If advance to the next round happens for Boston, it can't be tricky due to the fact that last year's success by IT on the full lighting everything up was a big asset for Boston when against the tough defense Wizards had brought. But the offense for Wizards couldn't generate, you know what I'm saying? Because that fast tempo that Celtics had was shut up and down. Fatigue, you know what I'm saying? So, if they play 76ers, whose shooters are prolific and are out around the, the perimeter and the paint, we, we, it's going to be a series between them two. I would like to see that too. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? We're going to see if 76ers and Celtics maintain this energy throughout the series. Now, we're going to go into the Pacers and Cavs. <laughs> Pacers put up 30 points in the first. Wow. It was, it was like, <laughs> Cavs defense couldn't answer for all the deep on my hand. I mean, I said this on my last podcast, you know what I'm saying? Victor Oladipo is a star, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's, he's a star player. Last year, he didn't do great. He didn't do great. I don't know if it was just the, the team itself probably was. You know what I'm saying? With this move that he had with the Pacers, it really helped him a lot. It really matured and matured him as the player even more. So, you know what I'm saying? He was been, he, he's been, he's been shown all season he's a leader. When you put him with a better supporting cast. Not saying, you know, Russell Westbrook wasn't enough or Eric Gordon was enough. It was just, you know, the coaching, the, the effort for defense. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just there for him, probably. You know what I'm saying? And this season, he improves his three-point shot, and that carried over to that, to that game one. You know what I'm saying? He shot 66% from the three. You couldn't stop that. Couldn't. And you also had Miles Turner. He had 16 points. And Bojan Bogdanovich, he had a 15. You know what I'm saying? That the offense was, you know, combined with them three scoring over 60 points. You know what I'm saying? So it was a big part of the Pacers when I think you know Cavs defense could have hold all the depot. Depot at a certain times in the fourth before the lead had grew because you know Cavs did work back a lead you know so they, they they were trying to bring down the lead but it's always that one game where okay the coach is fucking up the rotations again and with the Cavs that's like almost every game Kevin Love then played, you know, was in the beginning of the fourth, which I thought was like wow. <laughs> he already has nine points. I'm giving you, I'm giving you, you know, give you some facts right quick. He already had nine points. With 17 boards, but with nine points, I couldn't help them out enough. You know what I'm saying? Um 
Braun put up 24. But set with 12, well, he had a triple-double. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, being a fan, you still want to see him put up over 30. You know what I'm saying? But you can't always depend on LeBron to do everything. Since this is a team's game, I'm not, you know, saying, I'm not, you know, being... Let me, let me just say this. The offense for them last last night was so lack so lack of communication. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wasn't paying attention. Nobody can catch, turn the ball over. The shots wasn't taking taking dumb shots to me. And you know, only Larry Nance. And JR was only the other players that can put up double disappointment. No Jeff Green Damp, you know, he didn't put up enough points. He didn't score. We needed him to score. That that first game was just, you know. It, it was bullshit. It was bullshit. But you learn from it. You know what I'm saying? I think the Cavs can adjust to it, of course, because they still got one of the best players in the game. And, you know, I think next game is going to be, you know, whether decision. I don't know. I'm not going to say it's going to be decision whether or not the, the series is going to be a series or not, but I think next game they should show more domination aggression like they should have been. Because 30, 30 points in the first quarter, I know they've been doing like half the whole season, but this is the playoffs. So I expected more out of that. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. I think they can adjust to it. Like I said, it's going to be a game. It's going to be a tough series. Like I said, it's, it, it was going to be a tough series. But that game right there, man, <laughs> a lot of people think Cavs might lose already. So. I'm not counting. I'm not counting anybody out, man. I think everybody's gonna play their game. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a, this. This is why I love basketball. You know what I'm saying? Especially this season. It's it's more competitive now. It's more challenging. You know what I'm saying? Because you can look at the Rockets and Timberwolves game. I might get into right now, and the Thunder's and the Jazz. You know what I'm saying? Listen, the second round, I will say for the Western Conference, I will see. I would like to see pay. I would like to see Rockets and Thunder. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be the best playoff series right there in this in this postseason. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Thunder, they already. They they already exceeded the expectations, cause you know I, I already knew they was going you know Thunder gonna they gonna do they they gonna do their part. Brody gonna do his he he gonna do his shit on the, on the offensive side. You know what I'm saying he's gonna score he's gonna set up players. You know what I'm saying but you don't but players like Paul George and Melo they don't need to be set up. That's that's the beauty of that team. I'm saying that team right there shows more dominance of the game. 
because you still have two of the best, one of the two, one of the most shooters that you can put out there on the court that can give you over 25 points. And playoff P, <laughs> man, 36 points for eight threes, man. This, this, this playoffs about to be. It's, it's going to get real. It's going to get real. It's not going to be none of that. Okay. Well, they gonna get sweet. They gonna get swept. Oh, they might. They, they might win one game. But the second round, the second round hits. It's gonna get tougher. The first round, it might be a little tricky. You might say, okay. You can say this team can get swept. That team gonna win by. You know, they, they can get two wins easily. But that's gonna be it. Like. It's so much that's gonna happen in this playoffs that I can't wait. And, and when the second round hits, man, it's gonna be tougher. It's gonna be more fun to see. I think it's gonna be more challenging. It might be more game sevens. You might never know. So Friday, I will drop another episode. Keep y'all updated throughout the week. Y'all can follow me on my Twitter for, um, for more feedbacks, the games, while I'm watching games. Real Deal Sports 18, that's my Instagram. You can follow that. And Real Deal 0618, that's my Twitter. Y'all stay tuned for the Real Deal Sports. Your pencil, little nigga, I screw you Stop rapping on stage, let them people gon' boo you Man, cause your lyrics are fucking shit Whip on my dick on your fucking bitch She get too wet when I touch her lips I was down bad, so I miss some flips I'm like, shawty, how you glow like that? Shawty, when you get so fat Who better hitting that joint from the back? Why you on Snapchat looking like a snack? Just look at her shoes, she shopping that sack Just look at her juice, just look at her Mac I'm making my boo keep her clothes like a gat Glow girl, shawty glowed up like that I'm like, shawty, how you glow like that? Shawty, when you get so fat, who better hitting that joint from the back? Why you on Snapchat looking like a snack? Just look at her shoes, she shopping that sack. Just look at her juice, just look at her Mac. I'm making my boo keep her clothes like a gat. Glow girl, Shawty glowed up like that. For sale, then I'm a consumer. Girl, it